There was a book lying on the table, and I was curious, so I opened it up. No name was found, no words, nothing but lines. Pages and pages of lines, and I thought, what does one fill this up with? How can this be a book sitting here in nothingness? And then I realized that the book was mine, placed there for me, to be filled with my voice, my thoughts, my dreams. It was empty now, but I would fill it. I would give it life. I would give it soul. And so I started on that first page to tell my story and the ways of my heart. Only I could fill this book, and fill I did until it was battered, banged up, and chock full of hidden surprises from my mind. This book told me to be myself. It told me to learn from myself and envision a world of my own making. There will never be another book like that again. But as each new day arises, there are urges to move forward. With new pages and then new books as words spill out and overflow. So today I will journal and tomorrow I will journal and next year I will journal. The book lying on the table that has me once again curious. Let the verse flow. So you've decided to journal, or maybe resume a journaling practice. You may be a beginner or an old pro, but you're finding yourself in need of some inspiration, perhaps some structure and tools to get your journaling off the ground. Why do a 30-day challenge? Because writing in a journal is a practice, and practices are built on habits. We need to make time and space for our journaling built over time with a daily or near-daily practice. These next 30 days aren't meant to box you in or make you feel like journaling is a regime or a chore like brushing your teeth. Let's set an intention that is more positive and powerful than that. Set an intention for your journaling, then nurture it with a positive attitude. Here's what I want you to bring to this next 30 days of journaling. I want you to bring an open mind, an excited spirit, a sense of commitment, an intention to reflect on some aspect or aspects of your life that you want to explore, and a spirit of hope. And here's what you should leave behind. Leave behind the judgment, the rigidity, fear and anxiety about the process, and perfectionism. Journaling is all about you and your personal vision for the experience. Today, I'm giving you the tools to start. In the last episode, I discussed the benefits of journaling, and I hope you read my Journaling 101 guide too. It's free, and I've linked to it in the show notes. So the last episode, number 16, the Journaling 101 guide on my website, plus this 30-day challenge are all great tools to get you started. 2024 can be the year you start and stick to a journaling practice. I'm Jill Hodge, writer and host of Let the Verse Flow, a bi-weekly personal growth podcast where I share my special mixtape of stories, poems, and music that's designed to help you turn your struggles into strength. 
It's a new brand of self-improvement. The opinions I express here are my own and not a substitute for professional help. If you need someone to talk to, please reach out to a mental health professional. Now, sit back and relax and listen to my reflections from the bright side of the beat. Now it's time to walk through the door and start writing. It really is as simple as that. But a good writing prompt never hurt anyone. So let's set the prelude. Let's set an intention. Before you start this 30-day journaling, you'll want to set an intention. A small goal and a reason for your journaling. You'll also want to make time and space for this new activity by asking these clarifying questions. What journal or maybe an online writing app or writing document will you use for your journaling? Figure that out. And any journal will do. There, You know, you can do pen on paper, which is what I do because I like the feel of it and I like the, the, the presence that a physical journal gives to my writing. I love pens. So I'm going to do a bound journal. That's what I use or a notebook or a notepad. But maybe you like an online writing app. That's fine. Or you a Google Doc or some other sort of, you know, online um, writing tool. Any place that's blank <laughs> that, you know, can be used as a good starting point for your journaling is fine. And then when and where will you journal? Think about that a little bit. This is something you need when you're setting this intention. You need to make space for this in your life. So when and where will you journal? Why are you writing right now? Why is journaling coming into your mind, into your life? Why do you think now is a time that you want to either start it or pick it back up? There's probably a reason there. Think about that a little bit. What do you hope to gain in the next 30 days? Why are you doing this? Like what, what benefit do you want to see? Maybe you're just curious about it. That's fine too, but is there some sort of goal or gain that you expect or would like in the next 30 days? And then think about also, can you be open to this journaling process without judgment? You know, see where your writing takes you. More like an exploration. So don't complicate things. You don't need your best thinking cap on for journaling. You just write. I've laid this all out in a blog post on my website, at lettheverseflow.com. So see the show notes. So you don't have to remember each week's steps. Don't worry about it. It's all written down. You can always read it later too. Also, all the writing prompts you will need, 30 days of them are linked in the 30 day journal challenge article in the show notes. So today I want to lay out how the challenge works and explain how and why it progresses through topics over the 30 day period. Here's what I want you to do for week one. In week one, you have two options. You can write morning pages, or you can use the simple writing prompts that I provide. Morning pages are where you open your journal or your document or your app, and you just write whatever comes to mind without filtering it or making changes to it or editing it. It's a self-discovery tool that allows you to release your stream of consciousness onto the page. So anything that comes to your mind, you write it down. And uh, Julia Cameron, in her book, The Artist's Way, created and described the technique of morning pages. And you can see the show notes for links to her work. She described morning pages this way. 
Quote, morning pages are three pages of longhand stream of consciousness writing done first thing in the morning. There is no wrong way to do morning pages. They are not high art. (laughs) They are not even writing. They are about anything and everything that crosses your mind. And they are for your eyes only. So writing morning pages should take you about 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes, done first thing in the morning. And this can be a way for some people to easily sort of slip into journaling. There's less structure, and for some, that creates an ease. So if that works for you, you're going to do that for a week, for seven days. Open your book in the morning and start writing. Your second option during the first week is to write in response to some simple writing prompts, which will have you writing about 5 to 15 minutes at any time of the day. To get these writing prompts and all the rest of the 30-day challenge prompts, see the show notes for the link to the 30-day challenge. It's free and it gives you 30 writing prompts to get you started. Begin now or in January. Remember, this is something you get to do, not something you have to do. So the writing prompts for the first week will guide you. And for the first week, you'll be writing about daily events, identifying some emotions, observing and being mindful of your environment, asking yourself questions about experiences you're having, and starting to learn about yourself through your writing. Again, find the day one to seven writing prompts in the link in the show notes. So that gets you through week one. In week two, we're going to explore gratitude. Gratitude is the bedrock of journaling for a lot of people because using this lens and asking yourself, what am I grateful for, grounds your self-discovery in kind of a positive spirit that can make it easier to call up your emotions or your thoughts or make decisions. And gratitude can unlock your inner truth because it reveals the essential people and places and things that fortify your life. Usually when you think about what am I grateful for, you know, family, friends, things that are really important to you come to mind. So it's very grounding. And in week two, you'll write using seven gratitude prompts that I've created that ask what you are grateful for in different variations, things that you've been grateful for in the past, um, writing prompts to help you relive grateful moments, positive takeaways from challenging or sad times, and just expressing your gratitude. I want to say in week two about gratitude journaling that while I believe that reflecting on gratitude can help many of us, there are times and stages of our lives when it just doesn't fit. Some people don't connect to gratitude either, or the trauma or struggle that they're going through makes gratitude feel sort of inauthentic. I always want you to feel however you feel and really to honor your feelings. So if gratitude journaling doesn't fit right in the next seven days, use any of the writing prompts on my website. Just go to lettheverseflow.com or do morning pages for a second week. Uh, I mix gratitude into my journaling practice when I want to, but here in this second week, perhaps try it on for size and see how these gratitude prompts feel. Again, see the show notes for the link to these free writing prompts. So week three is all about self-awareness and personal discovery. This week is particularly important for people like me who sometimes can't figure out how they feel. Does this happen to you? Do you sometimes have feelings, but you just can't quite name them? 
I, I struggle with this. I struggle to name my feelings, especially if there are a mix of my two most common ones, which is fear and anger. What am I afraid of? You know, why am I angry? Why do I feel angry? Am I going to do anything about it? You know, expressive writing helps us know ourselves. There's this African proverb that I love that goes, when there is no enemy within, the enemies outside can do you no harm. You know, in other words, when your internal house is in order, you have a much more formidable place from which to operate in the world and others can't hurt you as much or sway your decisions and directions you don't like or color your mood. They don't control you because you are in control of the work you are doing for yourself. Strangely, my journaling was sort of revitalized when my mom got ill. I needed to discover how I felt and what I most needed to feel better. And I wasn't really sure what that was. What would make me feel better? You know, what was, was happening? Why was I such an emotional wreck? And, and how was I going to kind of stabilize a little bit? My mind told me the answers to those questions through my journaling and my poetry writing. I hope it does the same for you. I hope it brings you a sense of self-awareness and discovery about who you are and what you want and what's going on and helps you make sense of feelings. So week three prompts will have you identifying your feelings, giving them names to change how you view them, noticing patterns in your feelings, um, understanding the stories you tell yourself about your feelings, which is really important to understand and uncovering how you deal with uncomfortable feelings. Also writing about your values and your personal strengths. Again, see the link in the show notes for these writing prompts for week three. And that brings us to week four. Ultimately, we do the self-discovery work of week three because we want to process our emotions and we want to clarify our thinking and learn from our experiences. So week four is about processing emotions and observing changes. We can look back on our journals and observe changes in our thinking. We can adjust our course and move forward. We hope over time to uncover the lessons that struggles and challenges may teach us and set new goals to improve our lives. And all of that can come from your journal. Week four writing prompts are about processing emotions and observing changes. So you'll write about who you can talk to when you want to express your feelings and which feelings make you feel stuck, how your feelings maybe have changed over time, and then some challenging situations that you want to handle differently in the future. There's also prompts there on creative self-care activities that you want to add to your life in ways that you will challenge yourself to get out of your comfort zone for personal growth. After the 30 days have passed and you spent some time with your thoughts and your emotions and you've looked at challenges and questions, we're going to ask yourself, what did you learn about yourself? And there are some reflection prompts at the end of the 30-day challenge that ask you to reflect on what you learned. Things like how likely you are to keep a journaling practice alive in the future, maybe how it's changed your mindset and how to accept journaling on your own terms even if you fall off or don't journal as much as you wanted. Remember this journaling journey is an opportunity to grow, but it shouldn't be used as a strict routine. Don't beat yourself up if you fall off for a few days or even a week. 
journaling will always be there for you when you're ready to pick it back up. Once you finish the 30 days of writing, you'll realize that this first month is only the beginning. The journey continues. Whenever you need encouragement, a new journal writing prompt, or some inspiration for your personal growth journey, Let the Verse Flow will be here to offer support to help you unlock your own verse and flow. Remember, head over to my website to get the 30-day challenge and all the prompts that I mentioned in today's show. The link is in the show notes. I wish you an amazing journey over the next 30 days. May journaling help you stay on the bright side of the beat. To check out my free podcast, head to my website, lettheverseflow.com, or find me on all major podcast apps. I'll be sharing stories, my original poetry, and music playlists that inspire this show. We're in this together. So reach out to me on instagram.com, lettheverseflow, and let me know what you think and what topics you'd like me to cover. You'll also find extras, like how I create this show and what inspires my music selections and poetry. I hope you'll tune in to Let the Verse Flow to hear my reflections from the bright side of the beat.